Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish them. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car key. Let's go fucking party. Okay. Where niggas be at drinking on Bacardi. Uh-huh. Where bitches act wild like they on. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yeah, yeah. H-Cubed up in this bitch. Yes, We back with another album review this week. Going way back. Taking it way back with a straight classic. We're doing Nas Illmatic. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, we did Nav. Now we're about to do Nas. Yep. You know, switch the S with a V. V with the S. <laughs> now, was this, uh, this was, was this his debut album? This was his debut album. So, for y- for those of y'all that have been listening, I know y'all about to be like, how y'all call yourselves hip hop heads when one of the niggas has never listened to the Nas? Like, like an actual album? Cause that's what I was telling, uh, cool before the joint. I was like, yo, to be honest with you, I've never actually sat down and been like, alright, I'm gonna listen to a whole Nas album. Like, I just haven't done it. Now, granted, you know, this album came out a year after I was born. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Totally different, like, I guess, era that I'm even used to. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Cause, like, cause you could, you could bring up people like, you know, cause I love the locks, I love styles, I love a lot of New York rap. But this is just, um, something that never really, uh, I wanna say, you know, caught my attention, but just ultimately, I wasn't, Really, just looking looking for something like this because I don't know, it just wasn't what I was looking for. So, um, you know, I never really. listened to Nas. But that being said, um, this one is hard, dog. It is. Now, it came out and it, it actually came out on my birthday. Okay. In 1994, uh, <clears throat> which is April 19th, and um, so I would have been shit. 1994. I think I was in like fourth grade. Like Do you that. remember when this joke came out? Not really, because honestly, I didn't catch on to Nas until later. Oh, okay. Like I, <clears throat> I knew about him and I listened to his like his radio hits and stuff, but I didn't really listen to any of his albums probably until I got to college. Right, so that right, would have been like two thousand one ish. Oh, okay. okay and then okay, I kind of okay, went okay. back and got into the catalog. Right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Nas wasn't one of the ones that I actually was checking for initially, like in high school and stuff like that. I appreciated him and I knew he was great because I mean. You just listen to Nas yeah. flow, yeah. but it wasn't someone that I listened to their actual albums at that point. Right. So, but yeah, like I came kind of more into them later. Later also, but no, Nas is one of those those guys that when you listen to, you listen to for the lyrics. Like you yeah, don't just sure. listen to to fucking party. It's not necessarily always a turn up joint, but it's always something that you can either learn something from, right, or you can you can pull some type of real knowledge out of the situation or you can just sit back and have this nigga paint the most vivid picture of some shit for you. Or at the very least, you can just hear him flow his ass off because mm-hmm. he's, his flow, the, the way he's able to like switch it up in the middle of like, you know, the bar is just crazy. Like just, he, yeah, he's, he's tough, man. Yeah. Like now, now it's definitely, <clears throat> again, like you said, you know, you definitely gotta know what you're listening to or Definitely gotta know what you're gonna be listening to, you know, when you're listening to something like this, because that's what you're gonna be, you know, hearing. Big a bunch facts. of uh, lyricism and and honestly, I want to uh, put this out here now, which I uh, I said to you before the show mm-hmm. that it's funny to me how everybody always says the one knock against Nas is beat selection. 
<laughs> and to be honest, like I just said to y'all, I've never listened to this album, like actually the album itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a, lot, a couple of these songs, right? But that being said, I damn near knew every every song just off of the beat alone. Yeah. And it's crazy because that mean, that just means that all these beats are damn near iconic. If exactly. I know it, and I've never heard this album, I've never sat down and listened to this album, but I know all of these beats. And I've, I've heard countless niggas go on uh, Funk Flex or whoever, the, anybody. Yeah. And countless people do uh, remixes of the same beats. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, how dare y'all say that Nas's beat production, uh, mm-hmm. beat selection is terrible. Uh, exactly. How? I don't, I, and, and again, this is from somebody that all I, all I could pick from is these songs right here. And to me, they're all iconic. Every one of these beats, as soon as the fucking beat dropped, dog, you know what it is. Exactly. Uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and get into this joke because uh, I'm not even going to lie. Like I said, I got into Nas late, but this like quickly became one of my favorite albums. It's always a go-to album. It's it's a good album for anything. Road trip, just chilling at the crib. Yeah. Like just having his around his background music for like when you got people chilling at the yeah. like, like party style at your chip. You yeah, know what I'm saying? for like, sure. The album just goes. I we'll get into it because I don't see many problems with this nah, album. I'm, I'm much <clears throat> so let's go ahead into uh, first now one. the first track is the Genesis. And intro. it's, um, there's a, it's a very intro. Yeah, it is an intro to the, to the jump about money talk. It's voiceovers, a little bit of Nas and his people talking. You get a little voiceover from a movie. I don't know what movie it's from, but mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you can tell it's from something. Right. And, um, it's like, honestly, for me, intro track, whatever. It is. I usually it is. always skip. Yeah, and no, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> so. Honestly, you gotta be a real big fan of an album and or artist to every time you put on something to listen to intro track. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. I know sometimes it has, it's value, it's, it's reason for being there. It kind of adds a layer to the album yeah. or whatever. But, you know, <clears throat> most times they're not, niggas just click on number two. Exactly. Which is a New York State of Mind. Yep. Uh, yeah, dog, this one is hard, dog. Immediately, the... Uh, Old school I, New York. I recognize it. Yep. Even, even, even how Nas sounded when he, uh, when he first started to join off, like, it just immediately, I think of, like, boom, bop, like, just this 90s. I just think of 90s. Niggas, I don't even niggas know. on the corner, in the yeah. park, just... Hoodies and tills. Yep. yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> going. Um, now nah, this joint, like, I love this joint. It still bangs to this day. I love the fact that this song and a couple of other joints on here don't really have an established chorus. Yeah. Yo. I love it. Yo, you know what's crazy? Like, it's just scratching, you know. So that's one thing that I noticed. And again, maybe you could say this is a bad thing. I don't know. That, uh, almost all of these. Nas doesn't really have much to do with the with the hook. It's mm-hmm. either a loop that gets played, yep. a, a sample that gets chopped up, mm-hmm. or like you said, just scratches. And honestly, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. But still, you know, there's not much. Of I mean, that's hooks. more of an ode to original hip hop. That was the style that he grew up with, but he changed it into what it what he what he made it into. He made right. it into his own. So, <clears throat> I mean, you know, like, and it was live in every hip hop performance in throughout the '80s, the '70s, and the '80s. You always had a motherfucker that was back there scratching. You had the DJ right, that was back right. there scratching and keeping the crowd live when y'all wasn't performing. So like, and scratching in your set and all that other shit. So like, shit, they were even in the booth scratching and right. so I mean that was part of what it was. He made it a perfect part for that. He didn't make it all about the scratching, but he made the scratching the com- the center component of the chorus. Like, there's no chorus because the chorus is scratching. And then it's tight, like you know, it's the hook because you hear the little. Yep. In the background. And you're like, you know, it's the hook. You hear, that, you hear scratching. Yeah. It's like a combination of everything that meets together, has its own little thing. And, and it doesn't even need a chorus. Yeah, no, it really doesn't. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like in this case, there's enough going on, and it's like, 
if you were listening to the to the verse, you're like, oh shit, this nigga just killed it. Yo. And he comes back with a second verse. I'm a hijack Delta in the PJs, my nigga. Oof. And then I realized, I don't know if it was with this song, but he'll do this where like his last verse is like extra long. Mm-hmm. Either his second or his third, which however long uh, the songs are, he'll have like a super long last verse. Yeah, his his verse structure was always kind of crazy. Like you ever watch one of those videos with the people who have like the most complicated or the most like lyrical something something verses? He's up there. Right. <clears throat> nah, definitely. Check out that video. Everybody listening too. Like if y'all bet, haven't bet, seen bet. that, don't. see if you can find that video. Bet. But yeah, no, New York State of Mind. Like I feel like again, he just paints a very vivid picture of yeah. everything that was going on in his For life sure. that he saw. And it's just it was just elegantly put out there for you. And the beat just sounds grimy and just like New York. It sounds it sounds like just like New York. Yep. I don't even know how else to explain it, but and then you hear like I said the little beep beep. In the I background. feel like anybody who who grew up listening to New York hip hop know or is a fan of hip hop enough to know what that that would sound like knows exactly what you just yeah about for it. sure. And again, I don't even know how else to explain it, but if exactly. you know, you know, I guess. <laughs> but moving on to number three though, uh, life's a bitch. And this is basically like one of the most old black sayings that I can I can think of that I know any older black person has ever said to me. Life's a bitch and then you die. Right. That's yeah. it. Because you know you know it's funny. I feel like this might be just the same for people in any kind of like you know struggle that's mm-hmm. being because it's like I mean it's the truth. You know for people right. who are in situations like that, you know it's just a lot of bullshit and then you die. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. That's all and, life is. And, and, and you know I found it interesting because um in the beginning of the joint. Uh, it's I, I want to say it's AZ that's talking with uh, with Nas, yeah, mm-hmm. they're doing a little intro, and it almost sounds like Nas is like, damn, this, so that's that's what this is all about. Like it's almost like he's questioning and yeah. like, yo, damn for real. So I feel like it's kind of like it's kind of re- introspective in a way, like yo, like even though this is what we're doing, is this really what we should be doing? Exactly. So, um, but yeah, nah, this joint is tough. Uh, like I was saying to you before the show, I feel personally. Like, AZ had a better verse than Nas on this joint. I can agree. That's just me. I can agree. I don't know if anybody's ever brought that up. I'm sure they probably have. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, AZ killed his joint on the on the first... I think he was the first one up, right? I think so. First one on the joint. Yeah. Um, and it was him on the hook. And yep. so, and again... And the I've hook heard, was killer, though. Yeah, the hook. Yeah, hell yeah. Simple I, and just straight to the point, but was killer. Yeah, and I've heard... Uh, I want to say I've heard Cameron do like a, a re, kind of like a remix to I this. I think you're right. I've heard a couple people do, or you at least use the beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So again, another beat that I definitely 100 percent recognize. But um, but yeah, not definitely great song. Fuck with the joint, sure. Heavy. Right. Uh, number four, the world is yours is probably one of my favorite tracks on this album. I uh, absolutely love the piano sample that's used throughout the track, uh, and I love all of the scratching. In yeah, the track. for sure. Uh, and it's it's a great segue in the middle and at the end. You know what I'm saying like it's just a great segue between yeah. the lyrics and. Just that space. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And again, this is—I mean—I would say probably one of uh, Nas's most popular songs. Would, would you? Probably would, on this track, from this album. Yeah, I, I would even say of all time. I would say. I, I would, yeah, because uh, I would say "One Love" is pretty up there too. Uh, represent. I mean, like overall, but, I'd but say it, yeah, it's, it's probably fun. one no, of his biggest re- songs. The reason I say that not is uh, the fact that I feel like this song you'll hear. Uh, like when the NBA games are going to commercials, true, true, little true. intros, I didn't think about that. playoffs. Yeah. Like this is a, a song that they've used in movies, mm-hmm. everything. You know what I mean? Like the moment you hear the little, like you said, the little piano, the yeah. ding, 
exactly. You already know what you about to hear. Everybody knows whose world is this? Like the scratching. The, yeah. So everybody, I just feel like it's it's with that. Like it just reached that level of like almost mainstream. Hey, you're right. I so, didn't even realize. I didn't even think about it with the. With yeah. The, no, and and I feel that. like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like. I, I, I'm guessing you're once you have it. a song that can break into the oh, yeah. lexicon of everything and be used yeah. multiple times to represent something, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. hell yeah. I gotcha. So that, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, um, I think it's 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 definitely one of those songs, an iconic song without a doubt. Tracks. Yeah, it's an iconic song, great song. And I feel like this is actually a good motivational track, at least for me at times. Yeah, um, like it just it kind of, I feel like it's just kind of like having one of your friends talk to you and trying to like. You know, get you into a better mood and be like, ah, oh, nigga, you got this. Bro. Yeah, yeah, literally. And everything from the, the beat is real upbeat. It is not as dark as some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a very gritty flow, you know, that, that Nas brings. And I feel like it's, it's a great song. And it still sounds New York as fuck. Yeah, hell yeah. And that's, that's the one thing throughout the whole joint, aside from, you know, like, you know, slang and shit. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, it has that feel. Exactly. And I just want to say, I feel like this, this album has a lot of like quotables. Yeah. Like, like, and, and from the whole, uh, I'm, I'm out for presidents to represent yep. me. Mm-hmm. Was on this joint, so yep. you know what I mean. There's a lot of quotables on this album. There's a lot of quotables from all those early hip hop albums, honestly. But I feel like there was almost one on like on damn near each joint mm-hmm. on this Facts. joint. There was a whole lot of joints. But uh, uh, moving on, to number five, halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, this joint has a heavy, heavy bass to it. Heavy, uh, what's it called? Yeah, bass, bass line to it. And that joint just proceeds throughout the whole joint. It's a simple ass beat, but that joint is hard. And he's Nas has sick verses all throughout this joke. Hell yeah! Like there's there's no chorus on this one. It's just halftime. Ha- exactly and the sound of the horns, which is like great. I think don't they use that for basketball too? Yeah, no, yeah. That I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it I'm, listen, sense. listen, listen, dog. I'm not even gonna act like I knew that this whole time. I just connected A mm-hmm. plus B right now. Yeah. Damn, I, Honestly, they can do that for any sport. Any they sport. Use for any sport. Yeah, literally. And all you have to do is play the chorus. It's halftime. That's it. Oh, man. You don't got to worry about burning out curse words or nothing. It's just halftime. And I'm sure Nas wouldn't even charge y'all that much for it. Shit. <laughs> got him fucked up. But, uh, but now that horn sample hell yeah, in tough, that chorus is tough. tough as fuck. And um, I do have to have to say this is the home of the con- one of the controversial lyrics, most controversial lyrics that people go, go back to now. Like in the 90s, it was nothing to it. But in, the, in nowadays, everybody looking at it. Hold on, real quick. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I think I remember. This is the third, like the end. Mm-hmm. Last verse is it. Yeah. Hold on. Because <laughs> I remember, I've heard, I mean, this one has a couple problematic. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, you know, it's funny. I was going to be like, uh, what is. Uh, <laughs> he says something about oh here you go <laughs> uh what's the guy's name on the show on the show the, the, the jeopardy oh Je- alex trebek alex uh i'll take uh what is my style switches like a faggot but not bisexual yes you are correct <laughs> <laughs> for five hundred yeah uh, yeah. But still, like this is another great track. Again, it's yeah. a classic track, despite that one line. But uh, that's just one of them things that uh, is not going to stand the test of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And you know what? Back then, that shit was as normal as goddamn anything as as 
cheese on sandwich. Dog. Exactly, and I'm yes, sure sir. if they did like a a Nas, uh, like they did the Mary J. John on on the BET Awards, or if they give him mm-hmm. an award like that, and he performs, if he does this song, either he's not doing the last verse, yeah, or he's yeah. switching the lyrics to something no, that, else. No, this is when they do the little thing where they switch over to another song, uh-huh. right in the middle of the hook, like who's where, and they just have the hook playing like extra long. And exactly. Shit. Hell yeah, now nah, you're right. That's all yeah. that is. So. <laughs> but nah. let's go ahead and move on to uh, number six, Memory Lane. Uh, this is uh, I love the sample on this. It has a really, really smooth ride out From beat that has the sample yep. attached to it, um, and it, it just sounds like a summer track. Honestly, like this is something that you would definitely listen to. This is on a barbecue playlist. Sure. You're hanging out with your people, like whatever's going on. You could definitely have this joint playing in the background. Yeah, no, I agree, man. This is a more like a chill joint compared to the last. Well, for sure, the last joint, mm-hmm. and even even uh, from the world is yours. So yeah. I fuck with this joint. And it is kind of a reflective song looking yeah. back on uh, his youth, lost friends, all these other things like his yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, really. When he was a youth, so it's a really good song. Um, it is a bit of a slower song, but like the rhyming doesn't take a backseat to the fact that the song is slow. Like Nas is one of those artists that can rhyme on a slow beat <coughs> yeah. and make it sound really good. No, I agree. So. I agree. Um, but let me jump to number seven, mm-hmm. which I didn't know that this was a big song to be honest. Oh yeah. Um, but this is actually probably my favorite song on the album. Okay. It's because I feel like the way he see, I, I, I want to hear more of Nas doing something like this. I don't know if he did this more on other albums where like he kind of like like each verse was like a different, you know, what I'm saying, uh, was it a letter or oh, a, yeah. on the phone? Uh huh. So um, and then it, you know he, he kept it real. He was like, yo, you know, talked about you know. His partner, who said he wasn't gonna switch up, is now selling drugs with the person who snitched on him, mm-hmm. and you know, just just talking about a whole bunch of. And he keeping it real, keeping yeah. like street shit real, and that's pretty much talking about what, sh- what niggas don't talk about. Yeah, they talk about the good, talking exactly. about the bad now. Now the joke that I was listening to was I was, and again I've heard this a million times, right? I was listening to the last verse where he's talking and he's giving advice to, oh, this to the young to the kid, kid, yeah. And I was like, nigga, this is damn near scene for scene. From Belly, you remember when he goes back to the neighborhood? He sees that little kid who's smoking a joint outside the apartment building. He's talking to him a little bit. He's like, "All right, get up, my homie." Blah blah. blah. And he had already decided that him and his wife were gonna get the fuck up out of there. He was just trying to figure out a way how. This kid was like a smooth, like somewhere between like eight and ten years, eight and twelve years old, and right. it sounded just like this kid. And the conversation was exactly the fucking same. And I had never put that shit. Together. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never watched Belly. Wow, go watch Belly. I'm gonna watch Belly tonight. Belly is a vicious movie though. Nah, it's definitely one of them hood classics. So, alright, so did Belly come out before this? Belly came out way after this. Like, like a couple, like maybe like like, like years. Like Belly came out in like two thousand ninety nine, two thousand oh, okay, maybe. Okay. I, I I have to. That's look it up. funny. So you already know the director was like, "Yo, dog, just use the last verse from." It could have been because the the director was Hype Williams, who was like oh. a big video uh at the video guy at the time. So, uh, what, I was just say Belly, right? That's fun. I'm sure if you like look it up, Belly. And 1998. Belly came out in 1998. One Love. Hey. I know that was a big song of, 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 uh, of Nas. Like, yeah. It's classics, dog. Like, this whole album is honestly just classics. Like, that's <laughs> well, what this album is. This one says 10 cinematic connections on Nas Elmatic. See? So you might be right. I'm going to have to go back and watch that video, too. Hold on, let me see. See, I'm putting the puzzle pieces together, nigga. I got the motherfucking keys. Yeah, dog. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and jump to uh, number eight, uh, One Time for Your Mind. Yeah. I want to say this is a very simple but extremely perfectly executed boom-bap beat. 
Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Only problem for me is it's a little bit too slow. Though. Okay, I got you. For okay. me, for me. Um, but yeah, it's, just, it's kind of a braggy jump for him. It's a really good song. Uh, but again, I guess due to like the speed of it, kind of you got to be in the mood for it. Yeah, nah, it's definitely. And then I don't know if is that probably AZ again telling him to. More likely, yeah, because the they they ran together hard back in the day. It, oh, that that was the firm, right? Yep. Them him, AZ, and, uh, uh, Formega, and Fox. Yep. But yeah, now, um, now honestly, right? If if I were to point out one song that I'm not the biggest fan of, it's uh-huh. probably one time for your mind. Okay. But I'm not saying it was a wax song. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a little bit too slow for me. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just, it's a decent song. I think it's alright. Uh, number nine is represent. Uh, I love the beat, the sample, everything to do with this jump. The hook, everything. And he goes back to rhyming fast on this jump, so you get a good, you get a good slow, medium, mm-hmm. fast, complicated, yeah, intelligent, niggerish. Like you get all type of shit when you listen to Nas. So yeah, no, nah, definitely. Um, no, nah, this jump was definitely a hyper type of joint, obviously with the hook and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this was I think a good switch uh, switch of pace after. A more slower song, mm-hmm. or for for the last two jumps were a little bit on the slower end. Um, he went in relentlessly, like lyrically. Yeah, for in. sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, this one, this one is tough. Um, again, another beat that I've heard. I've heard almost all, well, damn near all of them. Oh yeah, all the way up since this mm-hmm. point. I was like, yo, because I'm. I think Sway uses. Uh, I think Sway usually has people rap, rap on represent. I think. I've definitely heard it though. I've mm-hmm. definitely heard it. Cause I mean, I've so, been doing that for a long time. To, so. to be fair though, right? A lot of these, uh, a lot of these uh, songs would be good songs to freestyle. Over, you know what I mean? So I ain't even mad at that. But yeah. it just, it just blows my mind. Cause it, as somebody who never even listened to an Oz album, I just always went with the the notion of this nigga has bad, uh, bad beat selection. Uh-huh. But yeah, dog. I, I know, not the case. <laughs> no, I know, right? That if I was around listening to to rap in 1994 when this shit came out, yeah, these beats would have blown my fucking mind away, Sorry, dog. Because it would have been nothing like anything you yeah. heard before at that time. To me, dog, like honestly, I, I feel like all, like all these beats are, or the majority of all these beats are fucking nuts, dog, like crazy. Honestly, this album really ushered in the era of hood ass beats. Just them grimy ass beats. Yeah, I not. think that's where I'm pretty sure I might be wrong. If anybody, if I'm wrong, let me know. But I'm pretty sure that this album because it came out so early. And I want to say I don't know if I'm wrong or if I'm, if I'm right, but uh, I feel like this was the first time anybody said the rap game is like the crack game. Because I feel like there's a rack of niggas that said the rap game is like the crack yeah, game. Yeah, because Biggie said it too. And this one wasn't. I'm pretty. Jay said it. I've heard a rack of people uh-huh. say it. Um, so could have just been his line that they jacked. Maybe, maybe. Hey. I, I, you know what's funny? Nas, Nas album came first. You know who also said it? Huh. Didn't Ghostface say it, or one of the Wu Tang niggas say it? Even better. Yeah, he, I, honestly, I'm not sure, but you know who said it? Huh. Yeah, boy Drake. Ah, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. You had me hyped for a second. Nah, nah, I just wanted oh, to. Nah, that was my whole thing. That was definitely, a, that was definitely one of those build ups, for sure. All right, man. And last but not least, to round out the album, uh, number ten, it ain't hard to tell. Yes, sir. Now this sample is vicious as shit, and it's been sampled. It's uh sampled from Michael Jackson, Human Nature, and which has also been sampled by SWV on the song right here. I Chris believe. Brown, I think, used Chris it. Chris Brown used it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's been used by other people. I just can't think of who off, off the top of my head right now. Wait, what's the Michael Jackson song called again? Human Nature. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. That's not right. 
it might be. I'm, I've got that one and the Madonna and Human Nature stuck in my head now. Damn. So like, I, I can't. can't I, sound I, my head. Was in my head. I, I can't <laughs> think of the Michael Jackson one right now. I can think of the beat, but I can't think of how the words go. The other one's like <laughs> that joint. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that joint. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, there you go. Okay. Nah, and it's funny. I, I always like the. Um, I always like the Chris Brown song. I think it's a She Ain't You. I think it's what it is. The sample of this joint. But I like the little little thing in the background. Yeah. It just sounds mad nostalgic to me. <laughs> I don't know why. But no, nah, this, this one is tough, dog. Uh, I think it was a great way to end the album. It's, this is actually my absolute favorite track on the album. I know I've said this is one of my favorite. This is my song on the fucking album. I love this track. And I feel like as soon as the beat plays, probably one of the most recognizable joints. Easily. 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 And the saxophone that plays for... Mm. It's crazy. Now, everything on this one is crazy. Uh, perfect way to end the album. Exactly. And again, nice and precise. Mm-hmm. Ten tracks. Get in. Perfect get day. In Yo, let me tell you, dog. For anybody that I feel like is going to release a debut album, dog. Them joints should not be longer than ten songs. No. Because we don't know you, dog. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get to know you. And, and if your shit's wild, long, and track listing... Yep. We're not going to sit through the whole shit And that's another thing that I always say about the guest When it's your first debut album You should not be having a guest on every other track Like yeah. you should hear what the fuck you have to yep. say For your musical output And he only had, let me see One? One guest? AZ Yeah, on. AZ, that's the only guest on there And I'm not even sure if he's really credited on this <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's it <laughs> One one guest on the whole joint But I mean, it was like that with... um. With Big's first album, only person on that joint was Method Man. Oh, really? Yeah, on the what? Don't worry, we'll get into it. I will get into it. What was that joke called? Um, Notorious B.I.G. or Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. Oh, Ready to Die? Oh, okay, okay. For real? Yeah. He, he only had Method Man on there? Yep. He only one. Oh, shit. And he had a premiere beat on that joint. Oh, well, uh, damn, that's crazy. But, alright, uh, overall, what are your overall thoughts of this Nas album? Look, man. Again, like I said, um, I'm kind of blown that I had never listened to this joint. But, um, yeah, nah, this, this joint is fucking hard. I feel like I can actually talk about Nas now when people ask me about Nas. Yeah. Uh, but, no, nah, this joint is all the way through. Is just, I feel like you just let it ride all the way through. Like, there's really not a, a skippable song on here. It all blends in perfectly. I feel like every song was placed at the right spot. And it's just, they're all hard. So, right. I fuck with it. Um, as far as the uh, score, mm-hmm. you know, all right, I'm going to give this joint... I want to give it too low, but right now I'm gonna give it an eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Um, I definitely like again. I feel like you kind of have to go into a certain mode to listen to this kind of music, mm-hmm. especially with everything that's out right now. Yeah, like you really have to be listening to what the fuck they're saying. You can't just like tune out for like a second or two. Mm-hmm. Cause that was one of the things that I caught myself doing when I was listening to this. Is I'll be driving, and I'll be obviously I'm driving, so I'll be tuning out because I'm you know focusing on the road. So. I don't know. I'll come back and I'll have to rewind the song because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I lost. Like, I lost. And I think that's just the generational thing. It might be. It might be. Because like back in the day when this joint came out, this is the first of it. So it was like you listened to it, you absorbed it, you had right. it for like two or three years before Nas released another album or whatever right, it was. Right, right. So this is all you had. You just listened to it over and over and over. That's that's one of the differences between music coming out now and music back in the day. I feel like music back in the day hit harder just because it was harder to get. It was harder to yeah, obtain. For sure. So I agree. But now nah, I, uh, for me, great album. 
uh, lyrically sound all the way through, great beats all the way through. Uh, one of the greatest albums of all time, in my opinion. Uh, one of the greatest rappers of all time, in my opinion. Uh, I think that this is necessary for anyone who says that they are a hip-hop head like us or that they claim to be in knowledgeable about At it. least, yeah. Especially if you claim to know knowledgeable about old school stuff if you're a younger cat. This is one of the jokes you... This is homework right here. This is essentially homework. This is what you have to know like, and see how everything was built upon. It's one of the building blocks of what is hip-hop. Yeah, for saying? sure. So, for, like, sure. for me, this album will always get a 10 out of 10. Okay. I, I respect that. And honestly, like, to be honest, had I heard this album before and, like... You know, at a certain time, you know, I, I probably would give it a higher ra- uh, rating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I kind of wish I would listen to certain albums. I wish I was around when certain albums came out. Yeah. That way I could, I feel like, cause I feel like it's, there's a certain nostalgic feeling that adds to, to listening to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, and I'm, I'm with you on that. All right. So, uh, do you have an album suggestion? Yeah. Hold a second. Nah, I'm gonna be honest. I, I totally, and it's funny because I reminded myself before we started recording. I was like, "Yo, look for a joint right yeah. now." Uh, hold on. I'm, you know, I'm blown because I, I always like think of shit like later on. Like, yo, I should. I don't know why. <laughs> there's, there's a rack of albums that I. Do you just want to pass? No, 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 no. I'll pass. I'm not gonna pass. All right, all right. I'm gonna go with Rolling Papers from Wiz Khalifa. Okay. And. To be honest, this is more of like a nostalgic uh, choice for me, just because I remember my boy would fucking pick me up and go to school. This is the only fucking CD he had. <laughs> the only motherfucking CD he had, dog. So every time, dog, I listen to the same shit over and over again. But I actually fucked with it. So, um, but yeah, I definitely just came out 2011. Okay. Uh, I feel like definitely if you're a Wiz fan, you'll like this joint. If you're not a Wiz fan, or if you're a Wiz fan, you probably already heard this joint. But even then, uh, check this joint out. Um, it has a lot of, uh, you know, for, for one, it has some black and yellow, and everybody yeah, know black and yellow. So it was around that time. Okay. Um, but it, it, it has some good shit on here, so check out uh, Rolling Papers by Wiz. All right. And I am going to go with uh, Black Stars. Uh, Talib, Kweli, and Most Def are Black Star, the album, from 1998. Um, this is an album that everybody is eagerly anticipating a second uh, one of from the group. Who knows if it's ever going to happen They've said it many times that it will Uh, But some of the best tracks on this joint are Definition and Redefinition Uh, Astronomy, uh, Eighth Light Featuring uh, I think uh, Common I think it is Common Uh, Brown Skin Lady, uh, Player Haters And of course like probably the biggest joint on there Was when they redid Children's Story by uh, Slick Rick Okay. Uh, Most Def really didn't Because Talib didn't Right (laughs) but it's a good album, uh, definitely on more on the lyrical side. I mean, if you're a fan of Talib Kweli right. or Most Def, then you definitely sure. need to check out this album if you already haven't. So What's it called? It's uh, Black Star. Okay. It's Basically, it is Black Star, but it's Most Def and Talib Kweli are Black Star. Oh, okay. That's okay. what it's technically called. I'm with you. Yeah, that's it for this week, guys. Uh, thank sure. you all very much again for listening. Sorry, I forgot to get a list of... Uh, <laughs> People that shout out, but shout out to all of y'all, baby. Shout out everybody. If you've ever heard your country on here before, then I'm saying it again right now. <laughs> um, you know, you can find the podcast on Speaker, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. You can find us at HQ Podcast, and that is all spelled out on Instagram and Twitter. 
And you can find us on Facebook by searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And uh, I, forgot, I, think, I feel like I forgot something, but I don't think I did. No, I think. Okay. Pretty straight. <laughs> Look, man, we'll come back uh, probably next week with a regular episode. Yep. Or uh, we'll, figure, we'll figure something out for yeah. you. But um, regardless, keep tuning in, man. Yep. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. As always. And yeah, man, we out. All right. Take it easy, y'all. Peace. Peace.